What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 54 of Bob. Today we covered um, a rather interesting story, and we, we ranted and raved about a few things. Uh, we're going to give a quick warning right off the bat. This one got political. Yes, it did. So if political is not your jam, hey, move right on along. There'll be other episodes, but this one's going to be a little political. We get talking about some stuff, and it's been a while, so I mean, I mean, I think we can get one in there. Michael, what was the name of the gentleman we covered today in the story? Just a quick synopsis of that. Robert Hoogland. What a Hoogland he was, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's not very good. Uh, yeah, anyways, this gentleman uh, ended up receiving jail time over using the wrong pronoun in a court of law uh, in regards to his biologically born female daughter uh, who was transitioning to a male. And uh, court no likey that. And uh, this was Canada, though, so you know. Oh, Canada. Anyways, uh, for those that... I don't even know if we have any listeners in Canada. This is North America. I should check that. I should check that out. Um, yeah, this is this is an interesting one, Mike. And this is something that, like you said, this is something we need to be aware of. Because if it happens to one, yeah, what happens to one might happen to all, you know? What happens to one of us happens yeah. to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And it is something like we covered some of the stuff in there as we got going um, that has happened in L.A. There is a dude that what was that Senate bill? Senate bill to 119 or 209 whatever it was. I mentioned 122 it. or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. We talked about it. Um, and we'll make sure we have the links to the different uh, obviously what Mike had read from and covered in here. We'll have that in the show links as always. And we will also have. Uh, we gave a shout out to a gentleman named Chris Holmes and his podcast, where if you want to have uh, listen to an episode where they a person, a gentleman gets gets to talk to uh, a person named Aurora, who is transitioning from male to female, actual transgender themselves, giving their take on things. Uh, you'll be able to check that out. And as always, you can follow us and all of our links at BOBBUSAPodcast.com. Excuse me. And maybe go check our buddies out. Um, I think Ben's updating it for us pretty soon. We'll have it on our on our personal website as well, so that you don't have to hear us mention every time. You'll be able to see them on there. We have affiliates, which is uh, the UFO Garage Podcast down there in Texas. And then we also have the What If Tomorrow Podcast with Mark and Phil in... Do you know where they live, Micah? Do they live in Kansas or Missouri? Uh, I Ooh, they're just living in the Midwest, bro. They're just living in the central <laughs> of the United States. Anyways, go check them out. And uh, matter of fact, I got to talk to you about something off air, dude. They gave us an invite. Uh, there's a Bigfoot convention going on beginning of October in Oklahoma. Oh. So uh, I looked it up. It's only like 16 uh, hour drive, bro. Maybe yeah. we uh, go Sorry, get. Sorry, I, I might. I might. I might miss that one. Might miss that one? Oh, might miss that too one. Bad, too bad. Anyways. Using, uh, up, using up vacation time for, for Tennessee. Oh, so. uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going yeah. down there. Dude, we should cover. There's a cryptid down in Tennessee. Uh, I believe he was called the Tennessee oh, Wild I'm, Man. I'm not going to ruin my wife's vacation. Oh, bro. I'm looking this story cryptid, up. I'm going to so. tell a night's terror story for these kids for sure on our trip. I'm going to get them around <laughs> the fire in the woods and be like, let me tell you guys about the Tennessee Wild Man. Dude, this guy's actually, I, there's a, there's a, it's interesting because there's an actual police report of four people dying, like death. Like it was reported and documented. So just saying, could just be a crazy psychopath, you know, because those people exist too. Anyways, enough rambling from me. Let's get this bad boy going. Micah, roll that music. music.
What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 54 of Bob. We are back. We are not covering anything off the wall this time. No spooky, creepy stories. No possible alien abductions. No uh, cryptids or monsters lurking in the darkness. No, today we will be talking about very real monsters lurking within our political government. And as if you have not been warned... I'll put a warning in the beginning for those listening just via afterwards through the podcast. But for those that may be watching live on Facebook, be warned. This is not for the light of heart or frail of mind. Micah will be getting political on this one. And I might too. So if it's not your jam, stop it right now. Do yourself no harm. Just stop here. Protect yourself. Put the bubble back on. I'm just kidding. That's probably too far. That's probably offensive, right? <laughs> I'm just saying this one could be political. I don't know how political. Jeez, this thing's attacking me. But it might get a little political. And uh, we haven't really done one in a while uh, on anything in mainstream media. I was thinking about this the other day when I did the where I did that little bit of a live there. I said, I don't think we've covered really anything since like a week or two after the election. It's been quite a while. So for those of you who might be like, oh, you guys are getting a little, just keep your panties out of a bunch or your undies, whatever you want to do. Pinocchio yeah. wore a thong. It's cool. I don't judge. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, let's get a couple things out of the way really quick. First of all, I want to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. I know it's it's not till tomorrow, but we'd like to wish you all a very happy Mother's Day. And if you are listening to this, hopefully you enjoyed your Mother's Day if we've already bypassed that. Uh, Micah, also, where can people find us really quick? And then we'll hop into today's topic. We'll get going with it. Yeah, you can find us at our website, which is uh, B-O-B-B, is it? Podcast? USA podcast.com. USA I always get those mixed I know, up. I mix them too sometimes. Man, sometimes yeah. I wish it didn't have. It's got to be USA, that. bro. B O B B USA podcast.com. And as Mike mentioned, you click on that link, you go on there, that'll have all of our other links to where you can stay in touch with us and all the places that we are not really active. Instagram, I share too every once in a while, but you know, <laughs> it's in there. Email us, it's whatever. We'll be hanging out. So. Uh, really quick too. I don't know if we have an exact topic for next week. Mm -hmm. I have a couple ideas I'm toying around with. I would like to get back into the Michigan dog, man. I know that's something we've toyed around with for a while and we've never really gone into. So that is one I have on the, the back burner. I'd like to maybe take a look at, but I don't have an exact plan for next week. So that's not guaranteed. Could be another political one. I don't know. Uh, before we jump right into... Actually, Mike, let's mention really quick what we're going to talk about today. And then I have one other thing I just wanted to mention in the beginning. And then we'll get into pretty much Micah's fireside chat today. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we're going to talk about a man named Robert Hoogland, um, who was arrested in Canada um, after using the wrong pronoun in court. Pretty big deal. Yeah. Pretty big deal. It's pretty um, severe. I was going to ask right you, there. I have so many opinions and thoughts about this, and those that listened to the last episode know that we hinted at it and briefly started talking about it, and I was like, I got to hold off because I can't, I can't do it right now. But has the rocket from China come back down yet, bro? Uh, that, I, I, I don't know. I could... I could find out. But, uh, Maybe look at that up real quick because I also wanted to make a, a couple shout outs just really quick for our, our Facebook group. Guys, by the way, maybe that is something we need to do too is we have not done that in a long time. I want to thank each and every one of you guys that go on and share to our page and our group. It 
first of all, makes my day going on and seeing somebody else's shared stuff. Uh, Lewis, shout out, might be the MVP of all time for us keeping content on our on our group page. Um, there's lots of you to share, but he might he might be a, a head and shoulder above the rest as far as keeping content out there. Um, so we want to thank him for that, first of all. And then uh, also... It looks like we do have a couple comments. We'll get back around to those in just a second. But there was one I wanted to share in particular. If you guys have not had a chance to go back and check it out, um, it wasn't for everybody. But, dude, I was dying laughing. It was um, – we did like a roast picture basically. Like you, you post a picture and you're not allowed to comment back. Like people can I post. I saw that. Dude, I, yeah. was la- I, I was laughing so freaking hard going to those photos. I, and most everybody that got involved had a good time with it. And I, I feel like – Nobody really got hurt feelings or anything, so I, I feel like we did we did okay. Uh, but if you want to have a chance to go back and look it up, man, it must be a ways back. I can't even find it here. I would hi- I would highly recommend going back and finding that one. Uh, but yeah, we we usually like I said for those that maybe aren't part of the group yet, go check that out. You can come on there and, and hang out and share whatever. And we get a multitude of things. We get people from all over the political spectrum, uh, paths in life, and and. Just all kinds of stuff that give their thoughts and or opinions and not everybody agrees on there. And that's okay. That challenges us to have a different perspective. And as long as everybody keeps it, you know, respectful and all that jazz, we, we have a good time. Uh, let's see, Mike, I'm just going to check to see if we have any comments really quick. Brittany says, I'm sorry. What? I'm not sure what we might've already said that, that correlated. Brittany, if you're still around, you might have to give a little more detail unless Micah knows. Micah, do you know? Would, uh, I'm sorry. Would, uh, oh, because Britney shares stuff. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's why she was saying I'm sorry. What? I don't know. That is true. Britney does share stuff as well. So, anyways, guys, go check it out. Come hang out with us, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll like hang out or whatever. Um, that's about all I have, Mike. Since I can't find that one, I was gonna read some of the comments because they had me cracking up. I just thought it'd be a little bit of comic relief. Maybe we'll do that at the end of the show after you get through your topic here, if we have enough time. So, all right, Micah, let's dig into this. What do we got going on and what is your thoughts and your opinions on this and how do we approach it, I guess, is the is the topic for the day. Well, um <laughs> We'll just we'll just start and we'll see how it goes. Okay. Let's okay. do it. Let's do so, it. So um as I said, a gentleman named Robert Hoogland, um whose daughter uh has has decided to become uh his son so it's a uh, canadian father was jailed this month we're and it was this month is 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 in march so um this is not uh like this month this right month. but uh a canadian father uh was jailed this month after he disobeyed a court order and refused to call his 14-year-old biological daughter who identifies as male his son um so at first it sounds a little worse than the actual case okay yeah it sounds um, very clickbait cuz I, I i mean when i hear that i'm thinking they're like in a court like sitting in court or something and he yes, refers actually, to the wrong pronoun Yes. Oh, that is um, what happened? Yes. Oh, okay, boy. so the controversial case is drawing worldwide attention, mostly because it includes a father and mother who disagree over the child's best interest. The couple is separated. Okay, so your your parents are separated. Um, her mother is all for it. Uh, 
or in support or, right. or however you want to say. Um, and obviously the father believes that his daughter is going through um, troubled times and yeah. is not really thinking clearly and cannot make this decision, right? Um, as I think most fathers would feel personally. Yeah. Just, you know, um, I mean, I, I don't know how I would react, but I, I, you know, you got to be there for your kids, but at the same time, you're also It'd be hard, get, dude. It'd be hard. Kids, I've, you know? I've thought about it in the back of my head. Like, what if I have to face that one day? I mean, I, I, you never know. I don't know. You I don't know, know until know. you get there. It's, just, it's exactly what being a parent is. You really yeah. don't know until you get to that road. So, yeah. um, anyway, um, it, it also does say that he is under a court order not to discuss the case in public. Um, hmm. The court uh, has also ordered him to call the child his son in quotations and to use only the child's preferred pronouns now does it not seem ridiculous where's the sad i you might have already told me but i i did forget is this in this is in canada oh, um now, if, if you look it up I, if the particular website that i am i am reading right now is uh christian christian headlines oh my god i know i know Here i know but you can also oh, find here we it, go, Micah. Uh, Opendia, uh, <laughs> New York, uh, NY Post. I don't know if it's actually the New. I don't think that's the New York Post. By the way, we'll have the link. Sure. Micah sends it to me in the uh, show notes. Metro for you guys. Voice News is Tri-State Voice, mm. uh, the Post Millennial, Quora, Let's Run. Um, our never heard of any of these right wings. Yeah, these kidding. are probably all like. <laughs> Major I don't even know what it would be people in, uh, that Canada. They all agreed to make up this story. Um, anyway, uh, so the court orders him to use his child's preferred pronouns. Right. Um, obviously, he refused uh, to obey the court, and he set up a fundraising website detailing information about the case in mm -hmm. defiance of the court order. So... Him setting up a fundraising platform to help him pay for legal fees or whatever. Yeah. Um, he must have discussed some court issues. And so they decided that that was against what he was ordered. Uh, so it says, um, Hoogland opposes giving the child uh, puberty blockers. I think any sane parent hmm. would oppose puberty blockers. Uh, believing the child might grow up to regret the decision. The mother, the medical system, and the courts have endorsed puberty blockers for the child. So the father is the only one, in my opinion, who has half a brain cell and is like, yo, <laughs> puberty blockers, one, they're very new. They're very mm. untested. We don't know what happens really when you refuse the body the hormones that it is supposed to have. Because yeah. um, one way or another, any way you look at it, 
Your body was born a specific way. It requires specific things. There are slight differences on, on what your body as a, as a guy requires versus what your body as a woman requires. Mm-hmm. Most men eat, for instance, your, um, your metabolism is, is vastly different. Most men can eat a lot more food and require a lot more food to sustain themselves than a, a woman would. So there's, that it's, seems kind of sexist right there, Micah. Where, where are you pulling what, what, stats whatever way you from, want to bro? look at it. Um, typically speaking, another difference would be, and and that probably exactly relates to to requiring more food. Um, your your typical male, not all males, mm. mind you. There mm. are some beast women out there, and there are some women that are don't have to be beasts <laughs> and can still kick the ever living crap out of a dude. Um, but anyway. Uh, there are, for the majority of the population, um, mm. given the same kind of setup, if you took a, a, a guy and a girl, weigh the same exact, same height, um, same lifestyle, the guy is probably going to have more muscle mass. It's just the way it is. It's it's the way your your body grows and i guess one could argue the whole hormone blockers that's you know that's the point of it is to stop that from happening you you hit you're hitting puberty and your body transitions and stuff but i just i don't know uh by the way daniel daniel agrees with me goes i agree mike is sexist (laughs) well you know i i probably i've been called that before so i've been called worse uh, <laughs> I've been called worse. Um, so anyway, I I do think that uh, puberty blockers, even if you even if you agree with with the child being able to make that decision, mm-hmm. puberty blockers are very un- very misunderstood or are not understood well enough to know what the long term effects are right. when you deny your body what it what it needs. So for all we know, we could be totally screwing up a kid by putting him on hormone blockers. Yeah. And, um, you know, it could result in a lot of health issues later hey, on in life. Really quick, Mike, I don't want to interrupt you. I should have checked this before we get going. Just real quick. Can you hop over to your clean feed and check? It looks like you may not be using your, you sound good, but just make sure you're using the right microphone. It looks like it says user browser settings might not be connected to your actual microphone. Yo, I don't have another microphone hooked up and I disabled the one on the webcam. So, so you are good. Okay. Me, just making sure you're in the right microphone. Just want to make sure because I know right. it's different, but keep going. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, um. Yeah. So okay. So the, in a the nutshell, post- I just want to ask real quick too, and I know you were kind of clarifying some of this, but so I'm okay. Just to recap, really quick, divorce going on. Uh, kids going through a little bit here. Uh, has a daughter who feels like she's maybe wanting to be a male in life now. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then in the court of law. This is separate now. Are they already divorced at this point? Do we know? It just is separated. So my okay, assumption is Okay, so maybe not divorced yet. Maybe going through the married. divorce. Okay. And then they end up in the court of law because the mother and the father, I'm assuming this, at the time, have joint custody and are trying to make the decision. Yes. The mother supports this. The father is saying, I'm not supportive of this. That's why it ended up in the court in the first place, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. I mean, it ended in a court, obviously, because they disagree. Um, and, and because, you know, both parents should have a say, 
Um, mm. And so it ended up in, in a court. Um, obviously, the, the court, um, the medical field in Canada, and the mother obviously all disagree with him. And um, so he's, I mean, he's kind of in a predicament at this point. But I do think something like this, even though his story kind of looks to be in complete vain, but um, it's still something to be like, hey, this is, you know, this this can happen, this does happen, and it's something that we all well, should... What, I mean, did they give any more detail, I guess? Yes, like, I what? will. I will oh, okay, I thought that was the end. I'm sorry, I thought that was the end. I was like, no, what that's, the yes, that's the end of the... <laughs> we don't really know. Yeah. He's probably been executed um, at this point. <laughs> He's just... So... Anyway, uh, moving along, I don't have a ton more. I don't actually know where we currently are as of today um, on this story. But uh, so basically a uh, Canadian website, the Post Millennial, uh, reported that Hoogland was arrested on Tuesday uh, a judge had issued the warrant and said Hooglin was in contempt of court after talking about the case in public and calling his child his daughter and using pronouns she and her. Can you share? I know that we're on here, but for those that are watching, can you maybe share the uh, the what you're reading just a little bit so they can see as well? I mean, I'm just saying most people should trust us anyways. We're going to share the link. But just for those that maybe want to see it as we're reading along here. And again, all that stuff will be in our show links if you want to read this yourself or investigate it. Feel free to click down on the links there uh, on the podcast if that's how you're listening, and we'll have it in there for you. Okay. I will go ahead and... Because uh, you don't even have to keep looks us like on the screen. You can just share the whole screen if you want. Share my screen? Well, I'm just saying if, if you want. want. You don't have to, to keep us in there. We don't. Nobody needs to see oh. our face. Okay. Share my screen. You got it. Heck yeah. All right. We'll start sharing this. Um, we don't have to share the sound because that might echo. Yeah. You don't All right. So can you see my? Looks like it. Yep. Oh, it's up. probably. Is that just my? No, no. You're good. It's coming up, but it looks like it's a little blurry. But it's uh, I should say a little. It is blurry. Uh. And then it went dark. It went dark. Yeah. Okay. Guys, we're that's still testing this technology out. We're trying to get better at it for you guys so that as we read through different stuff, especially when we have pictures like we did on the Carl Higdon. If you haven't checked that out, you guys are just checking this episode out. Last episode, we covered Carl Higdon abduction. Uh, go check it out. We shared quite a few pictures of also one on there. Very interesting there creature go. that was described. And Stop sharing. Mike has got to get rid of all his porn history. He's like, good God, there's yes. so much. <laughs> just, just porn. <laughs> I was going to say the word, but I don't think we're allowed to anymore. Little people porn just everywhere, just all over the place. <laughs> right, Facebook will shut us down. Quick. All right, there we go. I've got, uh, I've got the proper screen being shared Yeah, I kind of threw this now, up, Mike. It was, was even, I don't think it's sharing anything yet, but... Uh... It's kind of weird how it sets up because you go share screen, then it'll have you select what you want to share, and then you got to click it again. 
No, it, it does. There we go. All right. So this one is, um, I'm actually, I'm, I don't think I'm sharing it through Skype or, uh, yeah, through Zoom anymore. How are um, you sharing it then? <laughs> I'm sharing it through, uh, OBS. So anyway. Oh. Okay. Uh, I believe it's being shared. Let me make sure. I don't think that would do any good for those that are uh, watching on the... Uh, oh, you know what? Actually, it just came up on the Facebook one, so... Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's almost like I told you. I'm... I Listen, oh, you're the magician. Blurry. Oh, no, 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 not blurry. Okay. Okay. Never mind. So this is what we're reading from. All right, so this this is the post-millennial, actually. This is not the website I was actually reading. I was reading this one here, which... Um, I don't know why I just I just picked one and it happened to be <laughs> uh, shorted Christian headlines and it's very short. Yes, it's very short. Um, so we can go ahead and 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 remove that. So we've got uh, we've got a new link here, so you can kind of just go over it with me. Um, to as he. Uh, okay, so undergoing for the sake of natural justice, it is important to speak this man's name. He's now a Canadian state prisoner of conscience. Um, so th- it looks like they're picking up kind of where we where we were anyway. Okay. So the warrant was issued by the judge to arrest the father after calling his biological child his daughter, referring to her with the pronouns she and her. The father was found to be in contempt of court. And I did leave out that he did, and I I, I understand in in a, in an, a certain way, um, I get when you start sharing things in public that you were ordered not to. Now I don't quite understand unless they're talking about for like the sake of the child. Um, and that's the weird part that's kind of leaving out. Maybe it's going to get more detail, but like from what I'm reading right there too, it, sounds, it says the warrant was issued by a judge. So it does sound like it didn't take place in the court. So it's not like he was sitting in the court well, and was like, he was this is referring, my daughter. He was referring to his daughter as she and her. Now, I believe the the very first article I read did um, did imply on... Uh, it looks like she is 16 as well, or he, or I'm sorry, she, however we want to say this, is 16, not 14, it looks like, uh, if we go down a little bit farther. Right here. We, this is another one, and I'm pretty sure this is the one that uh, that explained <clears throat> it. Now, this, this one says 14-year-old. You know what? These people need to get their right. Look at we're already busting them. These guys are already running with the headline. Mm. Um. Yeah, because it says fourteen. This is the original article I was I was reading. So you got a picture of the gentleman there, yeah, and his daughter. Um. So, anyway, this one's not super long either. So probably just go through it real quick. Okay. Um, as I was saying, uh, he was found to be in contempt of court, um, in right here, uh, December of 2020, who was forced by, uh, a collude. I I don't know what the fudge that is, uh, to conform to his daughter's gender transitioning and told him not to call his biological female child, his daughter in response, Hoogland made a charter challenge, engaging 
his right to freedom of speech. Now, he lives in Canada, so as we all know, uh, sorry, that is buddy. not a thing. You're, you're pulling on the wrong have. strings there. You don't have something called the Declaration of Independence. Born in the USA, 4th of July. Actually, it wasn't quite the 4th of July, but it's 1776. Anyways, it's the whole thing. It's the freedom. Anyways, keep going, Mike. Sorry. Um, so, uh, found contempt at the heart of Hoogland's uh, miseries is a gender non-conforming 14-year-old biological female who identifies as transgender and prefers to use the male pronouns. Hoogland repeatedly called the person as his daughter, even after court prescribed him from doing it. Uh, as a result, the Attorney General of British Columbia issued an arrest warrant for contempt, following which Hoogland surrendered himself to the court on Tuesday at 10 a.m. He was arrested and taken to jail. So hmm. he also believes the father is accusing the school um, that uh, he started noticing differences in behavior of his daughter when she was in sixth grade and had increasingly begun to uh, behave more like a tomboy. And I don't really see like yeah, I'll say sixth I understand grade too, like <clears throat> I understand if like your daughter is nowhere close to a tomboy and then just like overnight she just like is like okay. I'm not. <laughs> He's putting it out I, there. I'm putting it out there, but not to like make fun of my daughter. But um, our next door neighbor uh, is is quite a bit older than our oldest daughter. She's eleven or twelve, um, and um, our oldest daughter is seven. Mm. And so, it. I mean, there's kind of an age gap there, obviously, yeah. and uh, so. Our daughter kind of looks up to our neighbor. Um, and last night she was over having dinner with us and we were, we have a, a thing that we try to do uh, through dinner where we, we go around the table and we, we ask a question and everybody answers the question. It could be anything, you know, from weird or goofy to serious or whatever question you want. Are you trying and to maintain a family nucleus over there? What the I, French toast? I know. I we I needed to because I mean it's uh, no good on you. Good it's on you. Pretty mates. bad, you good know. And, you. And, and, uh, anyway, um, so we we try to do that when we sit down and have dinner, and we did that last night with her. And one of the questions was, "What's your favorite color?" And I believe it was posed uh, by our neighbor, mm -hmm. and um. So she answers first, and our daughter, seven-year-old daughter, whose favorite color has always and probably always will be pink, um, decided to change her answer to match our neighbor, which mm. was black, white, purple, and something else. Um, and so now our, our daughter's favorite color is apparently black and white and pink. Um, even though it never has been in the hmm. past. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of those, yeah. like, uh, your children can, based on their influences, change very rapidly, right? Your children are, right. are learning in their, in their young age and, and, and they want to, like, they project what they think is going to get them, uh, approval. Okay. 
So anyway, um, like I said, overnight for your daughter, who is not a tomboy at all, um, to start behaving like a tomboy, I think is a little questionable, but um, it's not something that I would be like, ooh, red flag. Um, Anyway, uh, the girl was spending most of her time with boys her age and was constantly landing herself in trouble. Uh, when she came in, uh, grade seven, he noticed she cut off her long hair and started wearing a, I believe that is a toupee. Now, I don't know. Uh, what, what, what the fudge <laughs> she's wearing a toupee for? Well, this story just took a turn, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was not I mean, ready for that. Maybe in Canada, <laughs> they just, they call it, uh, a wig is a, is a toupee. I, I don't freaking know. But, um, that's, I'm pretty sure that's, that's what that is. So, uh, he said that she developed intense crushes on two male teachers and made a suicide attempt. Hoogling even consulted with the school faculty in the hopes of improving some of her bad habits. Uh, according to Hoogland, his daughter started referring to herself as a male after watching the pro-transgender film Handsome and Majestic at school. Hoogland was um, aghast when his daughter accosted him and told him that she would like to enroll in the seventh grade under a male name rather than her own. Hmm. Hoogland was uh, indignant of the school's officials for backing his daughter's demand and what uh, to him seemed like a falsehood. He expressed his displeasure with the police, but to no avail. Police. Uh, what well, so, things must well, be a little I mean, different. Well, I mean, to be honest, Canada. what are you supposed to freaking do if you're? So, Please like, feels like a little strong. I, I mean, I feel like the, okay, okay. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but, but hear me out. So, like, you have truancy laws, right? So you could, you can't necessarily just be like, oh, well, I'm not going to send my kid to school anymore. I mean, you, you could. Uh, potentially, and, and you could homeschool your kid. But if your school is brainwashing your kids, you've tried talking to them about it, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, that's, you know, that's not what's going on. We're just trying to, enfor- you know, to, to reinforce the, the true nature of your kid or, or whatever. So I understand to a certain extent on why you might... I suppose like, it's true, but like I guess it's just weird that go. he went to the police versus just being like have a meeting as a family. But again, I know him and his wife are having this divorce. It's a whole thing. Things aren't good at home. I mean, you understand what it was like. Some of our meetings at yeah. family meetings, family like meetings. people disagree. They are we bringing disagree. weapons this There's time, no or are we? Uh... <laughs> There's no changing it. Um, yeah. Uh, so to di- to di- his dis- uh, dismay, Hooglin later discovered that it was a sc- the school that started to pressure the girl to change her gender. The school's counselor, whom had had, whom had met and raised his concerns about his daughter, had actually made the change in the yearbook and encouraged the girl to embrace a male identity, according to the British Columbia Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity. Soggy, I'm going to say, regulation, the child's parents were not informed of the changes. Now, Now see, that's where I'm like, red flag. Now, just to be clear, though, real quick, when we say if the child changes, we're talking about like she was enrolled in school as a male, right? 
Is that what that's saying? Um, no, it's saying that the yearbook uh, was was changed. Um, so okay. I assume her name was probably changed in the yearbook. I don't. I'm sure she was probably still enrolled under the school under her real name. Um, yeah, but uh, you not informing the parents of like, hey, your child's going through something right now. Um, kind of. Yeah, because see, for me, and I, we haven't got to the whole far story thing yet here, but I, I do feel like this girl's going well. However, we want to word this. Um, biologically born female transitioning to male. However, we want to say this. Do not, you know, step on people's toes. And if you're offended, sorry, I tried my best there. Um, who cares? So here's the deal. Uh, this, <laughs> well, there's lots of people that care. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I'm not saying it is that I don't care. I, what I genuinely care about is I do feel that this this young individual is like anybody who's uh, if she's 14, 16, the age seems to be we're discrepancy on this right now, but going through a lot that's a t- that's a time in life where you're going through a lot and you experience and and maybe test your boundaries a lot in in general so i do feel like if she's had these instances where she's having these attractions to her teachers uh possible suicide attempts there's there's a lot mentally going on here with her not that she she needs support at this time and i'm sure with the divorce of her parents that this wasn't helping at all so that would be more my concern. And as a parent, I mean, I know that we all try to do the best that we can and we're all kind of winging it. You're just doing the best that we, we can. But I think I would be more concerned about that, even though, yes, the factor of the, and I definitely get where he's coming from as far as saying, hey, I think she's going through a lot. And by us jumping right to, you know, um, what's the term I'm looking for here? Blocker, the the hormone blockers. That's a, that's a pretty big step for somebody who might just be testing some boundaries. And again, I'll let you keep continuing here. But that'd be my main concern. Is her actual like, I don't want my child taking their life. Like her mental overall health, I'd be I would be pretty concerned about. And I don't mean that in just a way as her transitioning. What I mean is just in general, it sounds like she was going through a lot. I mean, I'm I'm yeah, I'm, I'm sure she was. Like, I mean, at a certain point. Uh like you said children children push the boundaries as far as you let them um and if if you don't have any like even if even if the rest of your life was like you actually had structure you you had this or that um and then if your child is just like hey i don't think i'm a girl anymore and you're just like okay (laughs) um and you don't you don't address anything with it yeah. and you just say that that's the way that it is now. Um, yeah. I, it doesn't fix the problem. I, doesn't make yeah, you you're <laughs> not, you're not figuring out what the root cause of it is. You're yeah. just, you're just accepting it. So if, if, if that's really what's going on, then okay, what we, we can talk about it. We can, we can look into it. Um, but children, especially around the ages of, 14 16 you don't know who you are really like you you're still figuring yourself out you're still figuring out what you what you maybe want in life so on so forth this is in my opinion um could have a lot to do with that there's a huge push um in society for accepting transgender people and all that kind of stuff because i mean i don't personally 
I don't have a problem with people. I I know a few different people that are. I don't I don't have a personal vendetta against anybody that way. Um, it doesn't bother me. But the only thing that bothers me is when there's now like the the social uh, issues with like you have to do you know it, it's you have to be an activist or you're against them kind of thing. Hmm. Same thing with like the whole when when gay pride was a big thing and. You know, like if you weren't out there marching in a rally, then you must be the against them and their enemy. And it's it's anyway without getting too far off subject. Um, so it says the school went a step further by referring to her with a male name and allowing her to use the male only bathroom. In fact, Hoogland accused the school of socially transitioning the biological female child. Uh, on its own initiative with the input of gender ideologue, ideologue, I don't know why I couldn't say that, uh, psychiatrist Dr. Wallace Wong. Um, The courts rejected the father's views, mandating to affirm the child's change uh, gender or face a jail term. Hmm. Now that, to me, is like... What the yeah, fuck? And this is where it gets weird because it's Canada. I'm not saying it's right at somebody. all, but like, you I don't know what the rules are there. Order somebody. Listen, in the United to, States, you're not supposed to. Well, I feel like they still would. They can. Um, yeah, they can legally actually Okay, still. so determined to oppose his daughter's medical transition, Hoogland submitted in court that his daughter needs an emotional affirmation and not a medical intervention to yank her out of her transgender delusions. I, I would agree with that. I don't know if they're delusion. You know, some people really do transition, okay? I, again, I don't completely understand it, but I do understand that some people genuinely feel they're born in the wrong body. I get that. But I do agree with what he's saying as far as that that her mental I'm glad to hear that he at least was concerned about her mental health. And I'm sure the mom was too, and that's why she thought this would be the help for it. I don't think well, either parents trying to hurt the child, of, but it's kind of where where it's yeah. at. Yeah. So he he disagrees with the court. Did not consider his views. Blame the changes on uh, gender trans dysphoria. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think basically the concept is that if you suffer of gender dysphoria, we're supposed to just go with it and and change you over and, now i don't know that that is a healthy thing right so gender yeah. dysphoria in my opinion I mean, could very well be absolutely a thing you feel like you're in the wrong body but mm. i don't think that that it's necessarily healthy for you to actually go ahead and go through with changing to the other gender um especially when you look at like just suicide rates and stuff of of it it doesn't it doesn't change anything it might even increase the suicide rate after transitioning um, yeah i want to say so it's it, it pretty doesn't high something like it's, it, it's 22 astronomically or high it's, it's extremely high you know really quick let it's, me let me give a quick shout out um because for We've covered this a little bit before. I believe in episode five, you and I covered, um, it wasn't even supposed to be about transgender people, but we got into the topic of, we were supposed to be covering a general talking about aliens. And I believe the episode is called Little Green Men and Transgenders. Um, very weird name uh, for an episode, but that was w- the episode ended up being about. And a gentleman named Chris Holmes, um, shout out to him and his podcast is To Conspire a Theory, I believe. Um, 
You guys can check him out. He had an episode. Let me find him on here because he messaged me. Uh, he actually had, he listened to our episode and he said, hey, enjoyed it. Here's mine. And he actually had a friend that he interviewed whose name was Aurora, who's transitioning from male to female. And they went into this because he said, listen, here's what I find. He goes, this is a subject that's getting very politicized. It's very heated. But what's usually happening is no one in the room, like you and I right now, can represent because, again, I believe they still only represent something like 1.1% of the total population, correct? A half percent of a percent or something uh, like I that? I think it's like a half percent of people that are actually, like, transgender. And it's only like 2% or something like that of people that are considered LGBTQ yeah. plus. Yeah, his, his podcast, by the way, is called Conspire Theory Podcast. Um, and I believe it was episode 47, if you go on there to check it out. So shout out to him. And he also offered to maybe come on if we ever want to talk about it. But if anybody wants a perspective of somebody that is transitioning, because one of the things I noticed when I listened to that episode is um, Aurora talked about saying that, listen, there's several things going on because they were talking about the whole like the bathrooms being relabeled and all that. And he was basically, they talked about what you and I had hit on when we did that episode is, does anybody uh, does the average person really want that does the average transgender person really want or need that and so what he was saying is that or, or what she was saying excuse me aurora was saying is that they have found that most transgender people are over sexualized they are put on a pedestal of sexuality and that if there is support in a negative manner that's usually the 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 term that is coming in um they did mention that there's not enough study on it far as one way or the other. And and Chris, I thought, did a great job bringing up some points on the factor of, like, we're talking about in this case where we have a young individual and it's being rushed in some ways. Now, if she is 16 or he is 16, however we want to say this, you are getting older. Excuse me. Um, and as a biologically born female, I want to say 16 is right around the time they have actually reached the point of physical maturity level. 16, 18, um, right in there. Well, this, this, this one says 14. 14. Um, we, we did talk about it. And he even said sixth grade, which you're, God, you're, you're maybe, you're, I don't know. We were homeschooled. I don't remember. I don't, is it 14? My assumption is probably that. I think it's 13. So 14 when this started. Um, and it's 16 when things finished up. But, but I mean, continue on here. I didn't. I just want to give him a shout out because if somebody wants a slightly different perspective, far as somebody who is transgender giving an opinion, and again, like they made clear, I am only. They were only one individual, not the whole, the total sum. And you're gonna have good, and you're gonna have bad in that, like anything. What concerns me in this, and again, I know it's Canada, but what really concerns me is, right, wrong, or otherwise, I don't know how I feel about. Again, we're coming back to the idea of words and jail time. And we're coming back to the idea of, and at least here in the United States, again, I don't know the rules, the regulations in Canada, but I don't feel anyone should be jailed over this. I know in California, I want to say in LA, if you refer to the wrong pronoun, once someone has made a legal change, I do believe in LA you can face jail time. And I could be wrong, but look that up maybe if somebody wants. And I believe you can be jailed. And I have a pro I do have a problem with that. Because first of all, if it's accidental, whatever, and I don't think you'd have I don't think anybody pressed charges over that. I think if it's some sort of incessant uh harassment at work, 
I could see where maybe things could take place, but I don't know about jail time, bro. Jail, jail time is a next level move. You know what I mean? That's not that's not a warning. That's not an HR. We have a meeting and we talk about this. We're going jail time is the next step. And I am concerned about that because as much as there are words out there that I don't appreciate and that I believe are hurtful and hateful, they are at the end of the day still words and words carry massive meaning behind them. But in my opinion, you should always use better words and better conversation to beat racism, to beat any of these bad words, these evil words. You should have the intelligence or the understanding that better conversation and use of words will always overcome the bad use of them. And just protecting people, and I'm putting that in massive quotation marks, by jailing people or just making these bad words, they don't go away. It's kind of like if this father, if if he is just with his daughter not wanting to deal with the situation that she wants to transition and being like, I don't know, man, school is making my daughter gay. Like whatever his thing was, it's not fixing the situation. And, I, and that's where I take a massive issue with this case is that, I, I am not comfortable with the idea of jail time and people using the wrong terminology to hurt someone's opinion. I, I feel like it's putting us in massive bubbles and we're just trying to keep everybody safe. And that's just my two cents on it. doesn't make it right, but that is my two cents on on this particular thing. Uh, Mike, I did cut you off again. I apologize for the listener. I'm sure they're tired of hearing me talk. So please continue. Where are we, where are we at with this? I uh, cut you um, off. So anyway, basically his... his- uh, her her father's opinion on it is is that kids don't think down the road, think about like whether or not they want to have children, so on and so forth. Um, so he thinks that you know children base everything on their current feelings, um, and that they don't have the ability to really make good decisions for their future, especially something this large, right? Mm-hmm. So Hugan says his opposition to sex change of his daughter is unwavering and resolute in the desperate hope to save his child from irreversible harm. <clears throat> I should have stopped there. I'm a terrible reader. Oh, However, good. doctors, <laughs> school administrators, mother, and now the Supreme Court all agree that her father lacks the authority to make such a decision and that he must reconcile to the fact and refer to his daughter using correct pronouns. Hmm. Now, here, again, we understand it's freaking Canada, but we even in the United States, I feel like this could potentially happen. I understand it might suck. If if your daughter really does feel like she needs to be a guy and and you're not referring to her as such, mm-hmm. but just like racist slurs and all that kind of stuff, when you start putting limits on your freedom of speech, it's a slippery road. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether or not he wants to use the correct pronouns is entirely on him. And when you start getting the court of law involved in it, uh, that's a big, that's a big problem for me. Um, well, Hoogland believes that his daughter's best interest lies in preserving his child's health. Justin Bowden, Justice Bowden decided the child's best interest lay in damaging her long-term health to make her body more like that of a male. Hoogland believes that the damage caused by the sexual transition of his daughter would be irreversible 
are irreparable and irreversible if after her puberty ends she is dawned with the realization of her correct sex. Not only did Justin Bowden, uh, not only did Justin Bowden held, that's poorly written, that the father's consent to his daughter's transition is irrelevant, but he also declared that the girl's parents must affirm their child's gender identity and refer to the child as a boy because she considers herself as one. If he did not, the parents would be implicated in criminal offense of family violence. Hmm. Again, comparing not, you know, like using the proper pronouns to physical violence, major, major issue there. I actually had uh, somebody that worked for me um, that told me that that was, I mean, they were, they were, they were transitioning themselves and they told me that they felt that it was an act of physical violence towards them um, to use the wrong pronoun. Um, Now, I, I, I understand people, you know, like if you, if you have you bring a back decent faces, amount of respect way, with somebody, you, do you don't what? have to, I'm just saying, if you want, for those that are, might be watching Facebook, it's just, I just realized it's just the uh, screen of us. Well, sorry, Jesus, well, my bad, you, you know uh, how they want to see our beautiful faces, Micah. Continue on though. Go. Is that better? Yeah. Look at us. We're so gorgeous. All right. Um, so. My thing is, when you start comparing it to an actual f- physical crime, um, it's it's kind of a big deal, right? So, like, yeah. you start comparing it to physical violence, and they very well may end up um, making it an actual offense to uh, to call somebody the wrong pronoun. Yeah. Um, eh- I just I think we need to all get our panties out of a bunch and you know let's 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 well, grow up and like realize that like other people's opinion doesn't really freaking matter. Well, but that that's right? the weird but that's see I love that you brought that up because that's a beautiful point to hit on is that it's this weird conundrum where it is two opinions and to me both two opinions are equally as valuable. However, if one is rooted in solely, well, I personally believe, or it is my personal truth, then I do have to defer to the one that has, if you have factual evidence, and biologically speaking, there is factual evidence to say you are biologically male or you are biologically female. Now, what I will say to that is that, and in that episode again, which by the way, for Chris, if you are listening, brother, I'll make sure I have a link to your episode in this this particular podcast, uh, because I do feel that it was a... Again, for when we're talking about this, those that are transitioning are not in the room. We usually don't get to have a conversation with them, and and he got to have a great conversation with Aurora. So I will make sure that link is in there for you guys as well if you want to slide down and find it. But what they said is that there's been new studies now showing with brain scans. Now, I'm a huge fan of this. Originally, I was thinking about it for just job-related ideas, but they have shown that males and females think in certain brainwave patterns, right? And they have found that those that want to transition prior to any hormone blockers or any of that, their brain tends to already think in a male or female, meaning you might be biologically born a male, but your brain waves are operating as if you were a female. So there might be something to this, but the science is not clear on that yet. 
what the science is clear on and what we do 100% understand is that you are 100% born a male or female, generally speaking, outside of the situations we understand we're born a hermaphrodite. But when you have this idea of the two ideologies, basically, or two opinions, can they both equally be as important and be respected, but then just be left alone? This one doesn't have to conquer this one, and this one doesn't have to conquer this one, in my opinion. You know what I mean? The father... I feel like if you if you love your child and eventually you realize they want to be a, a boy or a male, you would you would maybe come to the terms with that and not offend them by constantly referring to them as female. But I also understand that that could take some serious amount of time to adjust to, and I don't think it's the court's job to necessarily get involved and say, "Hey, we're going to jail you if you don't refer to your what you've always known as a daughter as a male now." But the daughter, the male, or however you want to refer to this, has to understand that too. And I know they're very young, but it's it, when you come to the idea of I can't. It's it's the it's the same thing. How they're forcing him to have to adjust to this daughter's point of view. It's the same thing in reverse. You're 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 forcing this. What if it was reversed? What if the courts were like, no, daughter, you are you will never be able to identify as a male. You have to always be a female. That's not really okay either, in my opinion. You know what I mean? I truly believe. I believe in individual freedom and I believe in that a lot. So like, as long as you're not causing me harm, I don't care what you're doing with your life. I really don't. And as long as you're not causing other harm, when it comes to this particular topic, that's where it can get very touchy though, because that's where we get into the, um, what's it called? Like a dysphoria, the, the, the gender dysphoria, yeah. there can be physical harm caused. And uh, Tony brought up a great point to this before. My uncle that we've had conversations, many conversations about that. And trust me, he has many heated opinions about this even more than I do or you do. And it is, he has a great point though, is that as a physician, if someone came in and said, hey, I identify as a, um, I forget what they're called, but they're, there's a term for it, but they're amputee. They identify as I don't have a limb. Well, the doctor would not just cut that limb off to help suit their needs yet we will turn an innie into an Audi or an Audi into an innie and it can leave some long-term ramifications and scarring if it's not done properly um and then there's a lot that could be done that way but my point being there is in some way shape or form some basically damage taking place at that point um and i again <clears throat> this is where it comes back to it's getting very, there's a lot of psychology that goes into this, and I'm not even going to pretend to understand it, but I, I don't think it's the court's job. And I was just looking at, I just typed it in for the fun of it to look it up with California. It looks like originally PolitiFlack, PolitiFlack, PolitiFact said that what I just said about California was false. Originally, it labeled that as false in 2017. However, in 2019, that did get approved through um, Senate Bill 219. Uh, it said that, but which was signed into law, it is also known as the LGBT Senior Bill of Rights. The bill author is Scott Weiner. Uh, and what he basically went into was the idea of saying what I was talking about. So it was not incorrect. I just wanted to make sure saying that, that in, if you're in California or LA, when referring to somebody as the wrong sexual orientation or identity, um, that you can face these, these ramifications was her jail time jail time and in typing just that in originally i came across another one in 2019 that just happened here too uh british police arrest mother at home for using wrong pronoun and she was charged with a hate crime now i have not gone into this whole story um to see perhaps she was a very uh, aggressive person who who was doing you know, because i don't doubt that aggressive people aggressive or otherwise unless you are physically harming that person though 
like I understand there there is there is verbal assault and and you you can get in trouble for verbally assaulting somebody. Mm-hmm. But but I don't I don't it's one of those things you'd have to be there. I mean if the person is like nonstop constantly berating this person like just tearing them down emotionally speaking and all that like i i get that and and there might be there might be a case for it but you can't like that that's 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 mind blowing that in the united states of america well this um, is over in they're canada. like this is over in britain you know we left those yeah but sucker. no you you said you said in <clears throat> canada you can oh. you can face jail time for misgendering LA somebody, right? in LA California which is the United States yeah well, that's what I'm saying of. that's yeah. blowing that blows my mind yes and that was once again that was Senate bill I want to believe to get it right here Senate bill 219 uh, which was authored by Scott Weiner if you guys want to look him up there's a lot of dark history behind Scott Weiner not even going to go into all that right now but yeah um, real quick too I want to read something I thought um, I don't know if you've seen the comment here Micah from uh, from Daniel did you see he had a couple pretty good comments on here. Danny, we're not ignoring you, I promise. Sorry. Uh, he he was saying one on here, which is that he said, that, and this is his opinion, he said, children will always work very hard consciously or subconsciously to live up to what they believe the people around them want them to do. And I do believe in that. Humans can be sub- susceptible to leading questions. Children chase after leading questions to the point of using them as a life direction. So when you have a school that internationally internationally pushes trans politics through heavy filter of emotional media there you go problem is school is part of the government so if the school is the problem or is exacerbating the problem complaining to the government or other part of the government isn't going to help at all it's time to remove your children from the excessive and questionable influences of public school and take a serious personal hand in his slash her development this is all not considering other circumstances like divorce slash other family issues getting in the way. And I listen, Daniel, I'm right with you on that. The fact that we let the federal government overtake our education system is beyond me. It's not good. What, what have what has the government ever successfully, the federal government really ran besides maybe the mother truck and IRS hashtag taxation is theft. Going to keep promoting that. Going to keep pushing it. Pay your taxes. But hey, Let's figure this out, because I don't think we have to anymore. But anyways, we'll head on that another time. Uh, like, what have they done well? Didn't they just crash the post office? Didn't they take that over like five years ago? Something like that? The U.S. federal post office? Didn't they take that over? Has that always been federal? Am I wrong on that? Mike, are you still there? Yeah. It's, oh, sorry. It's always I, been, I was reading something. Um, no, I think it became a little more privatized. Um, he also said, too. I mean, it's too, not private, but. Um, it used to be awful. I don't know if anybody else remembers when, do you remember when we were, when we were kids and we would like send a letter to Alaska and it was like two weeks later, it might've got there. I had to make it to Alaska um, though, bro. It was a long way. Yeah, that's, that's a long way. <laughs> don't get me wrong. That's a long way. But I guarantee you right now, well, maybe yeah. not with the pandemic, but, uh, let's say January mm-hmm. of 2019. If I had sent a letter and I wanted it in Alaska, I bet you it would have been there before the week was out. Guaranteed. Hmm. Um, like, so until, you're saying you think the federal government is better? No, 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 no. 
Oh, no, I no. thought that's what you were saying. So there was competition. Oh, okay. So like when UPS and FedEx oh, and, and all saying. those oh, other okay, okay. Uh, companies that deliver crap, uh, until they showed up and was like, hey, we can deliver it faster, yeah. cheaper, and more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's true. Then, then the government was like, oh, well, if we want to keep this then we're gonna have to do better this will do our job yeah like um, so hey. another thing daniel said just because i appreciate these interacting with us here uh basically what i'm feeling based on what you're talking about the trans issue is a major social change it is having and will all and will have massive effects on humanity's social structure it's fine because change is the way of life but I think what's scary is that instead of letting natural social interaction bring about changes through time and slowly changing generations of thought, different governments seems to be getting involved in using their power to forcefully push their social change. This means that the social change might not necessarily go the way society believes, but instead it may go the way specific privileged people and government entities want. Can I get an amen? Amen. Um, yeah, very well said there. And that, and that applies to a broad spectrum of things. And you're absolutely right in this. Again, you're coming to that, that the precipice of there is a change, but we cannot – how do I word this in the right way? You can bring about change, but it, it's like forcing an addict to get clean. Now, I hate putting in those terms, but like it's like trying to force an addict to get clean. If they are not ready and if they have not made that decision – it doesn't matter how much you guide them in the right direction. It's not going to happen. That's why also an addict who has zero support can just stop one day and somehow get clean if they make that choice in their mind. It's when it's when you when you've reached it in your head and you've made that decision that you can do that. Right now, and, and I think I would add one thing to what Daniel said here is that when he was talking about how they're forcing it, you can actually get the reverse effect. You're not going to get people that are supportive of it. You can actually get people who are pushing back against this uh and that's not a good thing maybe people who would have even been open to it just because they're not a big fan of being told what to do so i don't know i i, I do we know do you have any information i know you've been pulling up a couple of links do we know where this like how old was this was this current or was this some sort of older story did it give you a date on that at all that was one thing we didn't bring up because um, i'd almost like to know where this says- is gone since then, you know what I mean? Uh, Vancouver time, the father surrenders to court. Da, 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 da. He was arrested and jailed. The warrant was issued by Judge Tamman on March 4th, 2021. So March um, 4th, 2021? So it, looks, it does look like it does It does correct this, a 14-year-old transition. So the summary um, was, it happened when, it was, when she was 14. Um, okay. And that was... Um, it looks like uh, December 14th, 2020, the father was compelled by Justice uh, Mazari's court to collude in the gender transitioning. So this was happening sometime before December. Hmm. Um, well, I either way, uh, I, I think, and again, every parent should, I wouldn't want someone necessarily tell me how to raise my kids, right? So I, I, I would not attempt to try and tell other people how to raise their kids. We all have some ideas what we know usually generally works and is best. But uh, I, I think what I would hope is if, it, if I ever have to face this one day or go through this, 
and uh, with one of my children is that we kept at the core of it no matter what that we do love them and that we're going to try to support them however i'd want to sit down and go over some of the statistics with them that's one thing i wonder that happens like do they sit down and and do, do does that conversation get to happen to say here's what this really means and i just i still don't think i could pull the trigger on it i really don't i think i would strongly strongly encourage them until you are 18 because then you're free to do what you want but i just Dude, I think about how I thought about life just like four years ago when I was like 26 or 25 or whatever. And that's scary, yeah, let alone what I was thinking about changes. when I was 20, let alone what I was thinking about when I was 16. Holy crap. And, I, and again, you don't recognize that because your reality is the moment you're living in. So like me, dumb, naive, thir- going to be 30 this year, when I'm 40, I'm going to look back again and be like, what an idiot. You know what I mean? So... I understand that your your present moment that you're living in is the reality, and that's how you see the world. But I I I, I am with the father on this far as saying that the the blockers might have been a bit much. I, I believe could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I believe that they said the blockers going from female to male weren't as. Um, wasn't as harsh and as aggressive as the male to female version. However, I, the surgeries were yeah, backwards. Like the male surgery was actually easier than the female end of the surgery. Doing the female end of the surgery was not as easy, I guess. So I should have. I should have been reading the post millennial. It's it's Canada, a Canadian um, website anyway. But it goes into a lot more detail. Um, well, and maybe we'll make sure that's the, the link order. that we share. Then we'll share that link. Yeah, ones. we'll do that. Um, just real quick, I just wanted to cover the gag order. Um, the one, the one, the gag order by the court that tells you know, literally how it's referred to. Could not. Uh, it's it's. I mean, the the court is gagging that. him from. Oh right, because he can't talk speaking. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it says, AB, a fourteen-year-old transgender boy, applies for protection order to restrain his father, CD, from publishing, speaking, or giving interviews about this case or about AB's personal and medical information. CD shall be refrained from, uh, one, attempting to persuade AB to abandon treatment for uh, gender dysphoria, two, addressing AB by his birth name, and three, referring to AB as a girl or with female pronouns, whether to AB directly or to third parties. Uh, CD shall not directly or indirectly through an agent or third party publish or share information or documentation relating to AB's sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, mental or physical health, medical status, or therapies. Hmm. Wow. So, like, I'm just saying, the court is like, you're not even allowed to talk about your (laughs) child. You're not even, like, you can't even talk to somebody else and say hey my child was a girl or mm. whatever like that is technically this is, against this is where we're getting back for you this is where we're just, getting oh. back to the cancel culture in a sense in erasing history it's like what's her name what's the actress from uh the mandalorian that got let go and she, i know she's uh, right now but like Car- not Karina or something like that. I, I don't. I know I always mess up her last name. But for those that know that have watched The Mandalorian, she's Kariana a tank of a woman. She's a beast of a woman. Anyways, um, you cannot if you own any um, 
any uh, what's the word merchandise from her when she was involved with the Mandalorian. Uh, it's worth quite a, will be probably worth quite a bit eventually because they completely scrubbed it. There is no more merch. There's Gina no more logos. Karin, Karin, Carano. That's it. Thank you. Uh, it's this erasing of history. It's like it, in the history books when you look back on it, you'll be able to see in the film. Yep, she existed, but in a history book, it'll look like she never worked for them because that's the way that they're scrubbing this down. And this isn't just this. This is the way it's... And I don't think... Dude, honestly, I don't think this is something new. It's it's just a lot more like... We, we're a lot more awake to it now. We're a lot... It's in our face. But I, I mean, come on. Throughout all of history, this has gone both ways. There's been a racing of history on bad things that took place and they kind of covered it up and there's been things where like things were going well but because they didn't it didn't fit the agendas we're going to scrub that part of history and erase it you know what i mean like the history yeah. being rewritten either way is it, to me the truth is the truth and what happened in history is what happened and that's where we should just learn from it what does it fix to magically pretend that things didn't happen bad or good there is zero zero benefit in that you're living in a fairy magical world at that point these bad things happened these good things happened here's how we reach that precipice and here's how we uh, how we reach that 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 tipping point and what can we learn from that so it doesn't ever happen again because i do believe humans are creatures of uh, of habit and we tend to cycle every hundred years or so in the same pattern every four generations i think it is we seem to come back to the same problems um, and I don't know. I don't think this court being involved in anything uh, really helped this. What I, what I would have liked to have seen, I suppose, in some ways is that the two parents could have handled this. In a bad, and again, we're, we're just two dudes reading this story. We're not there. We don't, you know what I mean? Like we're, we weren't there. We don't know really what all was involved and how this was going down. I would say, though, it's concerning. But another thing I'd like to bring up, dude. Every time we recover some of the stuff that's really concerning to us or is aggravating or irritating, you know, we might rant, rave about it and piss and moan a little bit. But, like, what are we doing? What are the actual steps that we're taking to ensure that it doesn't get any worse? We say, well, this is a slippery slope. I'm not I'm not trying to – I'm not putting you in blast. I'm saying for both, for any of us, anybody listening to this right now, anybody who's like, yeah, things are messed up, we always seem to say that. We're like, yeah, man, world's getting up. That's how things are. And then we, like, go back to our everyday life the next day like it – like what are what are the steps we need to be taking in your opinion to start making some changes to ensure that we're setting up a better future versus just going yep the world's screwed nothing we can do I mean what do you think um <laughs> I mean th- that's that's quite the question though like you're just like uh, well, how do we fix society? I'm not saying um, fix society, but wh- what? No, I mean it really is. It really comes down to that. It does. It does. Really does. But I, uh, I think if everybody just treated people with with a little more respect, um, you know, they they had a, a little more what what they're doing has an effect on somebody else, right? So like. If they had a little more understanding of of what their actions do, um, and if you you didn't have uh, the cancel culture, which is mainly procrastinated by a few elites, as you you could put it, mm-hmm. um, if we didn't have people up top with puppet strings and everyone being so. Um, 
I d- <sighs> being so manipulative, uh, manipulated by yeah. somebody who understands how to manipulate people. Um, so if people just thought about how they, f- you know, rather than going based on your emotions for things, right? Cause like, um, for instance, that's, that's, that's where the, you get like a lot of like gun laws and stuff or, or this, this law in, in LA about, um, the misgendering someone, it probably came off of some case where someone was like being completely abusive, mm-hmm. um, completely disrespectful and like badgering somebody about being uh, transgender and just would not let it go. And so people were like emotional about it. And then they were like, yes, this is a good idea. And then in hindsight, you're like, yeah, that was a piss poor idea, but now it's law. Yeah. You know, there's not really that much you can do about it. So, like, if people base a little less on what they emotionally feel about things and a little more on what you should intelligently think about something, um, I think the world would be a little better. Um, and, and again, I- you know, just treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. and and Which is weird because that, that that's where, like, it's different for everybody, right? So, like, it is every once in a while you reach that weird, to me, again, where you come to this, like, fork in the road where it's, like, these two differing opinions. And I do believe you can have when it's when it's a philosophical point of view, neither of you really have the high ground, in my opinion. If it's philosophical and it's purely philosophical, then you need to agree to disagree. If you have scientific evidence and the other person is just philosophically believing a certain way, then... By default, I feel like you kind of have to go with the evidence. And I will say that, yes, scientifically, this is what it's saying. However, I would understand a philosophical point of view on it as well. I, I would grasp that and say, I understand what you're saying. I think as each individual, the best that we can do is to be more concerned about how we're raising our own individual family first and foremost, like you're doing with your family and, and having those conversations and like, Hey, let's just connect a little more. And then, and then being a little more open to some of your extended family. And I think just in general, being open-minded, which I know that doesn't seem like what we're talking about here. It sounds like we're bashing on being open-minded and accepting, but that's not really the case. What we're saying is we have to be careful with this openness. Like we're so openly going this one way that we're slamming doors behind us on the way out. We're not really, we're not really broadening the spectrum. We're just shifting the spectrum. We're not actually broadening it. We're, we're, we're focusing on one, one area and we're not allowing this other area that also has relevance and feeling and, and emotion behind it to, to still exist. But I really think that each and every individual, we should take the time. If you, if you genuinely are not happy with how things are going, do something. Uh, like Phil and Mark, shout out to the What If Tomorrow podcast. They feel that people need to be more prepared for when and if things are going to happen, that they should try their best to get that message out to people that, hey, it's going to happen at some point. So what yeah, are you doing say, to be it's, prepared? It's definitely a when, and we're rapidly approaching right. that with the way that the mm-hmm. uh, inflation has already started. Um, yeah. God's sake. I can't. Hopefully we don't get to the point of hyperinflation. Do really? Dude, um, I don't know what gas prices are out there, but it's $3 out here. It's over $3 in some areas. It's, it's 309 It's been, 
it was two sixty nine for a while. Well, two sixty nine. Now it's two eighty nine. Yeah, it's it's. Anyways, uh, and look at Ben and Joe. Shout out to the UFO Garage Podcast. They're passionate about following their pursuit and getting the message out and making people more aware of. Hey, there's some crazy stuff going on in the world that nobody seems to really care about. <coughs> Bless you. Uh, wow, that sneeze just keyed that right Sorry. up. Um, but my point being, do something, right? We do this. This isn't necessarily changing the lives of anybody, but it gets a little bit of information out there. It gets some, some. I uh, would hope and believe that we always strive to try and get accurate information out there. And if we're wrong, we, we call ourselves out on it. We want you guys to do that for us. But I believe there are things you can do in your own personal area and it's something phil and mark hit on recently too and everybody gets really fired up about this word i'm gonna, I'm gonna use the m word here mike are you ready yeah militia i'm just saying now hear militia. me out whoa whoa Holy that got a fat that was a that. fast that was too fast for you i understand but Saved here let me be clear about that right there let me be clear about this militia okay has become a, a uh, demonized term in word as of late. Would you agree with that? If you hear somebody yeah. say, I'm part of a militia, you're like, what the yeah. French toast, this terrorist <laughs> over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would say that but, they've done a very good job of making oh, yeah. militia sound yes, like domestic terrorists. Um, people need to go listen to an episode by the What If Tomorrow podcast. Uh, crap. I'm trying to blank. Crap. What episode number was it? It was uh, No Stress Mike. It was one of their, not their last one, but the one before. What episode are they on? I can't remember off the top of my head. 34, maybe? 35? I'm sorry if you're listening, Mark. I'm sorry I forgot. But go check them out. It's one of their last, more recent episodes here. And he talked about starting a militia um, and how it doesn't have to be the same. He talked about because he fought in Vietnam. And he talked about how, listen, we ran things on groups of three people. Three guys or three females. And it, the militia doesn't have to be this idea of we're... Being a domestic terrorist, it could be we're learning how to to sew. I mean, something as simple as that, learning how to take care of your own clothing, learning how to plant, learning how to grow different things. Just that idea of being more involved in your community so that if things ever go south or you have to pull together, like if there is a massive economic collapse, guess who you have to rely on? You, yourself, your your wife, your family, and probably your next door neighbor. Like, you're going to really have to, and it, dude, we, they have done such a great job at, like, you think about the depression back, the original one that happened, it wasn't good at all, but community existed a lot more than it does today. We might feel like we're more connected because of social media, and it makes us feel like we're connected to thousands of people, but that has jackedly effect on your life and feeding you. You know what I mean? And things really, really went sideways. The only community you have is where you live, who you live with, and what's going on next door. You know what I mean? So for people out there, I would encourage them with that. Really think about the idea of militia. Don't, and I'm talking even myself on this. We were talking about the other day about going in, like we had some new neighbors that just moved in, like greeting them, taking some like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but like the old idea of taking food over to somebody and just being like, hey, we're so-and-so. And I'm a big fan. I've been getting more and more into this lately. And Facebook's great for this. Look it up. Like there are groups in the area that trade. We're simply operating off the barter system. And this was something I heard uh, Mark bring up. He did an episode by himself solo there. Good job, by the way. I'm sorry, Phil. No, Mark. Sorry, Mark. Um, talking about the idea of trading in a community. Saying, hey, I've got this or that and I have extra. I'll trade with you. And right now they are not taxing thank god because mother trucking taxes want to get involved in everything they can't and are not taxing barter yet so if you and i are trading and whatever we work out that way they're not supposed to be able to tax it yet um but i just I mean, I, yeah but to be fair 
<clears throat> if it's just good, came from somewhere and you already taxed on them. So well, not if you grow it yourself. There. But then again, yeah, at one well, point you paid a yeah, tax to get it there. You did though. That's the it, 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 taxes. Yeah, I mean, we need to do even like, it was a, like a seed that you bought and planted. You know, Until, yeah, still yeah, at least that initial one. Thing, so. You start growing some and replicating. Yeah, that's whatever. true. That's true. You can kind of you can kind of get off the text, but. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's, it's a hard. problem. It's a difficult it, it is. thing it's to not, do. But ask yourself that. Just for two seconds, think about that. Let me ask you, why is it so hard for any of us in life? Like, think about where you're at in life. I had this moment the other night. Christy and I were talking about this. I kind of had like a, I had a rough day. I was having a rough weekend. I don't love what I do, okay? I'm okay at what I do. I wouldn't say I'm the greatest, but I'm, 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 I've gotten decent at what I do, okay? Um, it's not my passion in life. I enjoy what I do. I feel rewarded from what I do. But it's not my passion. I don't think if you sat down and asked anybody listening to this podcast right now and I said, hey, is what you're doing currently your passion in life? Are you actually doing what you wanted to do in this life? I'm going to wager that 9 out of 10 people, 8 out of 10 are going to say no. You're just doing what you need to do to get by, to support your family, whatever it is. And it bugs me that like sometimes, why is it set up that way that we, is this where I'm raising my kids to get to? That by age 30, they're just... This is, this is the extent I'm taking them to. You know, this is the importance of education and stuff and get them so that they can have an opportunity to pursue what they're passionate about. But, it, you know, get what I'm saying? Like, we're so in life just trying to get to this point, trying to get to the next job, trying to get to the next, you know, dollar, as it were, chasing that dollar. And you get to a certain point and you're like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? So I'm, I'm making more money or you're doing this, but are you really passionate about what you're doing? But ask yourself, why is it so hard to make a change sometimes? You know what I mean? The system is, is kind of set up to where you you got to work so much that you're tired, that you're just too tired to want to make a change sometimes, or you're too afraid to make a change. You know what I mean? There's these, not, I'm not saying there's not opportunity out there because there's opportunity, well, at least for now, still opportunity to, to do whatever you want to do and you should have a freaking job because they're mother trucking everywhere. Dude, let me just hit on that for one second. Eight. Teen dollars an hour. The Taco Bell right next door to me is trying to hire right now. Are you freaking? I am not me? even. Ma- I I wish I had the poster with me right now, dude. We brought the poster into work the other day. That is more than they're hiring some of the guys in at the shop over there right now. So Eighteen dollars an hour. You're not me. I'm just saying some of the newer guys. Labor men are literally start quitting their jobs and to, go and work at Taco Bell because I mean, again, you're not going to have a forty hour work week more than likely. But I'm not kidding. This this Taco Bell over here by us can't. They're only they're supposed to be open four days a week. They're only open three days a week right now on average because every once in a while the fourth day they're just closed. Wow, it's ridiculous, dude. I'm telling you, as a whole other subject. My point being, just ask yourself. Why is it that if you only, I mean, like Grandpa Townsend used to always tell us, if you only ever work your 40-hour work week, you will never get ahead in life. You are going to, you are, the system is designed, and it's, I give him, I mean, I'm not taking anything from Grandpa Townsend, he's smart at what he did, but like, wasn't very well educated for his schooling or anything like that. Uh, He had some great insight to realize that if you don't either get a really good degree that can help you earn a lot more money, back when degrees weren't life-ending financially, that you had to work more than 40 hours of work week to get to where you wanted, to get the life that you wanted. Because if you just worked at 40, you, you're probably not going to really get ahead. You know what I mean? You, 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 you'll just maintain. And it maintains you enough that you can't take risks to like what you and I were talking about before the show started. Investing and doing maybe a business opportunity. It's, I get, those are the things that I get passionate about and I get fired up. And it's, it's kind of separate from what we were talking about here. And now I'm rambling. But anyways, 
Look at my shiny helmet with horns. For those of you just listening, you can't tell, but I've, I've got a helmet here with horns on it. Huh? Uh, you like that? It's for my I character. I haven't noticed Beyond. it until now. Yeah, you didn't notice my character either. <laughs> I, mean, I don't wear that during... I do, never put that thing on in my life i uh anyways i don't i don't wear that when we're when we're playing D. guys D. um we we have a podcast that we're maybe starting up we've recorded a couple episodes we haven't really made it a podcast yet but 4d micah if you want to whenever check it out it's uh dungeons and dragons and disheveled drunks <laughs> so and you guys can come listen to my character beyond yeah it's uh anyways I've rambled enough. Mike, you want to mm. give any closing thoughts or feelings on this one? I guess because I rambled and puked words all over people there. And I'll check to see if anybody's going uh, leave. No, other, other than society is in the crap hole, mostly because we've destroyed families. Um, mm. You know, if you think about it, like, most people spend most of their time on, like, phones or watching TV or whatever. I mean... My family's just as bad as as any other family. Um, it's pretty bad. I'm not know, saying your family. Like, I'm just saying I agree with what you're, what you're oh, saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, I am. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, a lot of times that I catch myself like, why am I reaching back down on my phone? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's pretty bad for. I mean, pretty much everybody. So it's it's one of those we we need to fix that. We gotta we gotta become, and I think that's that's why. Society was a lot different years ago. Um, I'm not necessarily going to say society was better, right, but cancel culture and stuff was, was slightly different. It wasn't as prominent because people, like you said, were communities. They were mm. interconnected. You yeah. know, when when you got home from school, they used to like just kids would go all over the place and they would start yeah. hanging out with other kids and shoot even we kind of did we were probably the last generation right before video games to go you think about it we used to play with the neighbor kids and like our even being in the kind of the country we all got together when they got out of school and stuff and we would play whatever stupid games we were playing <laughs> so like that even even that you know like that just having a sense of community when all you know you might know your neighbor but you know them from freaking facebook Mm. you don't really have that like personal connection with that person you could really care less like so there's that there's there's just there's the the degradation of the nucleus family is just mm. god awful too so like yeah uh, if we if we if we want to really truly fix anything that needs to change we need to stop incentivizing you know, single motherhood and and that kind of stuff. And don't get me wrong, I think I think it sh- you you could use help, but there's people that that I knew that I hired that were paying eight dollars in rent, and what? you know, yeah, like not even joking. That's um, like just crap like that. It doesn't need to be that level of no. you know, like. Not only that, they're getting tax credits, so they're getting, you know, ten to fifteen thousand dollars back on their taxes every year. Yeah. Plus, they're not paying jack. You know, the government pays for their electric, their water, their freaking sewage, whatever else. They're probably the only thing that they didn't really pay for is maybe garbage. Um, 
and like a car hmm. uh, payment or something like that. But when you're paying $8 a month in freaking rent, a car payment's really not that big a deal. Yeah, no kidding. So that kind of crap we need to fix, you know, and and, and maybe maybe, maybe we'll it'll do, get better. But I just... We'll, we'll do a deep dive on... We'll, we'll actually do some research, because to be fair, we haven't... I haven't really researched a bunch of this, but maybe we'll do a kind of a deep dive on some of the economics of both the upper class and lower class, because I do feel that a lot of times the lower class... The upper class hits the middle class against the lower class and the lower class is naturally pitted against everything because all odds are against them uh so they either sell out to the system as it were from the upper class and are taught that the middle class is out to get them and i truly do believe the upper level of echelon of elites and upper class you keep the bottom people fighting with each other and you don't have to worry about them you know what i mean and there's a lot there to deal with, and there's a lot of evidence that shows that people like CIA themselves has gone in and done this. So I would like to do, if we're going to do some political dives and some history on some of that stuff, there's a, there's a lot to it. And every time the topic comes up of um, the wrongs that have been done to the African-American community in, in our history, it, I feel like the context in which it takes place is not always done in the right way because it's always... Um, through the mainstream media done up is just poor black people getting beat down by white people. And that's not always that's atrocities have taken place, but those atrocities took place from our U S federal funded governments off of our tax dollars. Okay. And those same systems made sure that the two ended up being pitted against each other at the end. There's, there's crap to cover. There's, there is real atrocities that took place. And I, I will not say that atrocities have not taken place because there's a paper trail to show that they did. But that conversation doesn't take place. It always just comes down to just simple racism. And I believe it's a lot. It's so much. It's not accidental, guys. It's not accidental that racism has been at the, the core of our problems since, well, for sure the 1960s on, but from, I'm going to say from really the, the 1920s and 30s on. It's not accidental. There's a reason that it's becoming even more heightened now, okay, than it was in maybe even in the 60s. Some people hypothesize, well, some have felt that 2020 was almost as bad as it was when that all took place back then. And that's, listen, people say that, well, now you're getting a conspiratorial path. No, man, we'll pull up some history on this stuff and show this is not accidental. It's not accidental that this history is repeating itself, okay? And I'd like to hit on one of these days, I'd like to hit on that. Um, one last thing I wanted to read real quick. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan, we were talking a little bit. We missed one of your comments here. Um, when we asked, what can people do? Uh, he said, how to address the current problems. What you two are doing is a big start. Start discussing the same, start discussing these things. Stop wasting so much time listening to mainstream media and drowning in entertainment. Let's focus on bread and circus. Wait, Less focus on bread and circuses and more on our moral responsibility to understand our government, how it works, and what's happening in it and why. Also be building your own competency and knowledge. From there, you start trying to influence people around you towards also taking these positive steps. Recap. Lesson. uh, Recap. Number one. Lesson. Distraction. Mainstream news slash Hollywood. Number two. Educate yourself on your government, its structure, and its actions. Hallelujah, that is the truth. I'm still learning a lot about that myself. And it is true. People don't understand. They put so much focus on just the president of the United States. 
Not that it's not important, bro. It's one third of the total government. It's it's there's so much more to it than that. Um, so, anyways, so that one and number three said, "Get your house in order." Jordan Peterson in uh, parentheses there, or not parentheses. Dang it! Now I'm ignorant. Mike, what's it called when they're not parent not parentheses? They're the round. They're the circles. Uh, me not smart. Anyways, That's after those parentheses. three, as I, I thought, oh yeah, it is parentheses. Quotation. I thought I was saying it yeah, wrong. It is parentheses. Quotation it right. mark. Okay, my bad. Uh, after those three, start helping people around you do the same. And I think that's very well put. Uh, it, because like you're saying, it starts where? With you. Educate yourself on what you want to see, where you want to see the change. Let's educate ourselves on the functionality of how it's operating, what's taking place. Because then I can understand the steps that I can do to change it. And if I can learn those steps, then I can teach somebody else those steps. I can help spread that knowledge. Because it is not accidental that the U.S. government the bad end of the U.S. government has remained in power for so long. Not only, and I'm going to say right now, listen, this is a controversial point of view, but like not only oppressing, um, I, I would say oppressing in some ways the, the, the U.S. population, and it's certainly becoming ever more pressing that way, but the world in general and people get really pissed off about this and say, well, we got to put our nose, you know, we have to be in all these places because if we weren't there, somebody else would be. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I, I sometimes, and I've said it before, I know this is not a, this is not a very classy way of putting it, but America puts its dick where it doesn't belong a lot sometimes. And it keeps it there because they can write it off as, well, we're, there's a, there's a, uh, a threat for as uh, an attack. And then we can pump money into that we can pump supposedly money into that cause and it just distracts from the things that are taking place at home and we're not really educating really at all and this is on us even as parents with our own kids the next generation on how you can actually make a change in your own community like i was saying why is it since the 60s and 70s outside of vietnam getting ended and that big movement that took place then with everybody rallying together why are we all been saying the same thing since then? We're like, we complain, we piss and we moan. And then we go, well, it's just the way things are, I guess. Like, no, no, it isn't. This com- this country was founded on men and women who literally bled and died for it to make a change. And we're willing to do that. And that same blood that flowed in them and that genealogy pool flows in us. There's a reason Americans don't like being told what to do. That same like free spirit of exploration, even those that are still coming to America today, have that spirit of trying to get away and trying to make a better something for themselves sometimes. Not everybody, but most still have that in them. And we, as of right now, can still do that in this country. But man, it is fading fast if we don't educate ourselves. And, and like Hollywood and mainstream media, which is what we've always said our show is about, is that you know, we're a podcast for three thinkers. Uh, dealing with human control and manipulation through mainstream media is the main the main thing. So, Mike, I don't have a whole lot else to add here. I know we were right around an hour and a half anyways, probably a little bit over. So uh, if you got something else you want to add, we want to thank those. Well, first of all, do you have something else you want to add? I guess. No. No? All right. 
Uh, oh, one last thing we'll read from Daniel because he wrote it here. So Daniel has one last thing to add. He goes, that argument, we got to go there because if we don't, then the bad guys will is so bad it's almost funny. So the bad guys would be bad for taking over a country. So if we go, <laughs> I love this. So if we go and we be even stronger bad guys first, we will stop these bad guys from doing it. So now we are the bad guys doing it. That's literally what we are doing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my point exactly and it's like how how far spread and thinner do we want to again this is the tyrant sometimes i love the mother truck in the united states but i do not like that mindset of the tyrannical spreading of our powers of prowls of like we will help you i protect you you need us to protect you if you look at how much money, and again, oh, I know we can't post this because we'll get shut down and canceled and 19,000 fact checkers will be on here. But when you look at the money that got pumped in all those stimulus bills to other countries, bro, we're... <sighs> okay, it's all the heavy breathing I can get for that. Um yeah, Daniel, I, if you want, maybe, you know what, Daniel, if you want to, go ahead and DM me or Micah, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll set up a time to have you on, brother, if you want to want to come on and talk about some of this, because uh, it, it's it's a topic that needs to take place, and I know it's something you've, you've had a passion for and have cared about. Um, Micah, I don't think you, would you be opposed to that, if we ever set something up that Not way? Now. No? Yeah, so hit us up, let us know, and maybe we can get something set up that way, because it, it's... <sighs> Again, it's, this is what we're trying to promote is more just free thought. I Listen, when people come across and challenge my point of view, yeah, it can be a little frustrating as far as if they're being really aggressive about it. But when someone's genuine about it and is just challenging my point of view, I do enjoy it. I do. Because it does challenge me to have a different perspective. And I'm always trying to trying to be as open as I can to maybe I just don't know what I don't know yet. And you, it, as simple as that is, you, it's the truth. We just don't know what we don't know. So... Anyways, we appreciate you guys hanging out with Dan. We appreciate all your input in this episode. Micah, thank you for covering this for us and uh, at least making people aware that, listen, some, some messed up things are going on in the world. This is one of many things. Um, so let's focus on, I think, what would you say your takeaway message? Send people off with this takeaway message or send away message on this. What, what's your overall message to him, Micah? Um, I, 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 I think as much as you're... Uh, uh, People need to realize that that kind of, I mean, like, things can happen to you. It's not just uh, other people, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of, people disassociate themselves from the horrible things happening to other people. And they're like, oh, that'll never happen to me. It can, and mm -hmm. it will happen to some of you. Um, you know, so, like, even just this aside, anything in, in general, like Daniel said, being more aware of your government, your local government, what's happening, what they're passing, what they're voting on, all that kind of stuff is important. Um, and, and people need, I mean, like, if you look at like the, uh, what is that called? Like, um, the voting rate for, for people, I mean, even for mm. like a huge national election, <clears throat> it's pretty minuscule compared to what the actual population is. And then local, I mean, like there's there's a lot of times where less than less than twenty percent of people that are registered to vote will come out and vote. And I'm just as guilty of that. I'll be honest. Up until the last so, two years, I was definitely guilty of that. That kind of crap, like nobody nobody gives a crap about. So, you know, being more aware of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there, I mean, I've got 
I've got text messages that come in anytime there's elections and stuff or, or, or bill being voted on <clears throat> for my local area. Um, look into something like that. You know, like I know our lives are busy and and like William said, I mean, a, a lot of that could be freaking manufactured that way. That way people are they're, they're busy all the time. They don't think about this stuff. They don't, you know, they don't go out of their way to to be involved um something you probably should do you know and not everyone can be an activist you know we don't all have parents that pay our our bills so (laughs) um you know it's it is what it is but uh if we all strive for a better community we can we can make it happen yeah we can um anyway that's that's it that's all i got so I appreciate it, and uh, happy early Mother's Day to yeah. all you moms out there. Happy and, Mother's um, Day, because that, as we all know, is one of the world's toughest jobs. People can take away from it, say, no, it's not, but, and it is. It is hard, mentally exhausting, never-ending job for, you know, the rest of your life. Uh, so, <laughs> at least the early years, bro, I feel like, jeez. It'll end when you die. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, probably until your kids are like 30, though, so... Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, guys, we'd like to encourage you, as always, please stay curious and keep it weird, though.